You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi, guys. Welcome to Two Teas in a Pod with myself, Teddy Mellencamp, and Tamara Judge. And we are so excited oh! to have Dr. Nicole Martin on. I've never been so excited. Uh, we, we are honestly like... Tam even got your hair cut, even though she ended up getting extensions. Well, because I don't have that pretty of a face like you do. I'm, I'm like, Julius, give me, give me the uh, Nicole, give me that haircut. That's what I need. And he's like, okay, I'm doing it. And I got done. I'm like, yeah, I don't look anything like her. Uh, how are you? How- I feel like we've been talking about this for so long, Tamara. I'm so excited to I finally join you guys. Oh my god, you are absolutely amazing. We, I think Miami is our favorite. Miami is our favorite. We, well, we never watched the original Miami, so we don't have any real. I did. I watched a couple episodes. <laughs> this is the key. It was so long ago. It's not even worth watching it. Right. But like, I started fresh and new as if this was season one. Yes. And well, I. Well, it was absolutely became obsessed one i thought that peacock did such a great job with all of y'all's intros and the (gasps) backgrounds i mean you all looked so stunning and at the reunion everybody looked good it was it was a win-win it was yeah it was amazing and you guys are going to be on bravo what the fourth april 4th april 4th yes i'm like wait a minute hold on she's like i'm looking at my nose i'm like i know april 4th i know i'm blonde april 4th (laughs) cheers by the way thirsty thursday 
Thirsty Twat Thursday. Yes. Oh my God. We have so much to talk about. First of all, can we see the ring? <gasps> wow. wow. He did good. Did he did you, good. Did you did have good. any idea it was coming? Honestly, you know, we've talked about it for years. We've been together for almost seven years. And I thought it would happen at some point, but I had no idea when that point was coming. You know, we've been so busy with a thousand and one things. We've moved a bunch of times. We just got into a new house. I didn't know when he was going to ask. So I was really surprised that he did it on New Year's. Oh, uh, it was New Year's? Oh, It was New Year's Day. It was really cute. Wait, he woke up and we were just me. laying in bed. And he was like, babe, I don't want another year to go by without you knowing that it's you. It's always been you. I got you. And I want to start... It was really cute and it was private and it was perfect. And it was just him, me and Grayson. And it was, and you guys were in Aspen and we never even got to see you. Oh, wait, you were there together? Yeah, I was there. Oh, you were too I mean, busy. I wasn't there. We weren't. Too, I was with Kyle. You weren't there to- <laughs> you were too busy looking for your phone. I was too busy losing my purse and being a hot mess. <laughs> That's what Aspen's for. But were you as chill and laid back about getting engaged as you seemed on the show? Because I have to admit, my husband came to me when we were just boyfriend, girlfriend. He was like, listen, I don't believe in marriage and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, OK, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I'm not going to have kids without being married. That's just how I am. But it doesn't make a difference either way. I'm like, I'm just going to wait a little bit then. And then he came to me the night before he proposed and was like, I just need to give you a heads up. I know it's our anniversary and you think I'm going to propose. It's not going to happen. <gasps> and I was like, Edwin. it was the day before it was Christmas Eve Eve. And I remember looking at him. We lived together. I, he, I have an amazing stepdaughter that at this point, you know, I couldn't say she was my stepdaughter, but she was a huge part of our life. And I was just like, okay, let's just get through Christmas, babe. I'm so dumpy. And I remember just like my heart being broken. I'm like, but please don't walk into the living room because I'm going to have some wine. I'm going to call every friend that I have and I'm going to cry cry. and I'm just going to be broken. And then the next day he proposed and I was like, asshole, dirty, dirty dog. They like want to make you sweat. Honestly, I didn't care about the engagement or the marriage as much because for me, we had already committed to having a family and having a child together. And to me, there's that, there's no greater commitment than having a kid. You can get married, get engaged and get divorced. But if you have a family and a kid together, you're stuck with each other, no matter what, you know? So since we had already made the decision to have a family to me, that was kind of like, okay, it's, it's me, you know, like it's us and it's us for the long haul because we have a family together. So the ring was just a nice bonus. Well, it's not like you got pregnant and he's like, okay, we should get married now. Like your son is how old? Correct. Yeah. He's great. And and those are the hardest years. The first people are like, oh, the terrible twos. I'm like, no, it's It's the terrible threes. threes. The threes have been way worse than the twos. Yes. For sure. I got knocked up twice before I got married. (laughs) There you go. I got no shame. It was what it is. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so how did you get approached for the show? How did that all go down? It was so random. A very good friend of mine is a, that's like a celebrity therapist. Let's call her the Wendy Rhodes of Miami. If you watch billions and they approached her and she was like, look, I, you know, the idea is great, but I don't think my clients would appreciate me being on TV. I just, I don't think it's the right fit, but I have a girlfriend who's very similar to me in terms of personality. And I think she would be great. So she gave them my number. They called. We started chatting. And then, you know, it's like a snowball. It's just like before you know it, you're doing a phone interview and then a casting tape. And Well, you were probably one of the best cast decisions on Bravo, hands down. 
because you you oh, have it you're all. the full package and how do you manage because i when you're on housewives it's a lot of late nights so how do you manage between filming late and then having to go to i mean you have a serious job the next yeah. day Honestly, both jobs, my hospital job and the show have been incredible and the women because everybody kind of works around my schedule because I'm the one that has the most challenging um, schedule. So usually my scenes are always in the afternoon. So like four o'clock and then I'll kind of try to finish up by like eight or nine. So so they work around your schedule. There's a lot of housewives that claim to be like have careers like attorneys and all these and they don't. (laughs) So don't act like you have this big career when you don't like you, like you have this career, like you have a career, like most housewives do not. Well, I think, you know, the difference is that at least attorneys, they can schedule their meetings. I don't have it to say really. <laughs> so going in, you probably similar to me. I, when I first went into Beverly Hills, I didn't know anybody. I mean, I had met Dury one time in a kids play group, you know, whatever it was. But I remember that very first like group hangout and then I just like felt like there was one person's connection that I could, this is how I'm going to get through. Who was that person for you? Um, I think I would say in the group, I'm closest to Gertie and to Julia. Love Gertie. She's so sweet there. But I mean, everyone's, everyone's been great. Um, but Gertie and Julia, I think we've like naturally gravitated toward one another. They're the ones that I've kept in touch with most often. You know, when we're not filming, well, you three are the, I saw the Gertie newbies, last right? week. All three of the newbies. So you yeah, I think that helps, you know, because yeah. we we're all on the same page, kind of going through the motions and the whole process together. So I think we we kind of, you know, there's no it. one that drives anybody more nuts for Tamara okay, than no, no. <laughs> No, she gets really upset about the cup. I, I oh, as we're as we're all like, okay, no, you're a doctor. So you, <laughs> you're a doctor, so you understand this. Like, I have sensory issues when somebody's like oh, the slurping sounds. I want to punch her in the throat. Like, I just can't even handle my life when I hear noises. I don't like to hear noises or people loud chewers. No, Ugh. don't you? I will leave the table. Don't you slurp? Don't drink hot coffee around me because I will lose my shit. And with yeah, the pop, I, I, I get that. I mean, even Andy at the reunion, she's like, and I'm she like, had to pee a lot. Uh, she really, I mean, he would, he would thirsty. Speaking of throat punching, he would have throat punched me if I said I needed to pee. That I remember one time in like twelve hours, I was like, I have to go potty, and you're he was like, like, I'm nine months pregnant, I gotta pee. Yeah, no, I mean, you could tell even Andy was like, oh my god, no, I, I like Marisol. The cup thing drives me crazy. But my question for her was. All of that original talk where you supposedly said these things about everybody, that was pre oh. you becoming a housewife, correct? Trying to do research. Yeah, I have I have no idea where this ever came from. It's still unsubstantiated jealousy. despite me asking. It's jealousy. I still don't know where it came from. So They're all jealous of you. But so, some of the things, like you think she just pulled everything out of thin air or are they things like as you were trying to decide, do I want to be a housewife? These are my thoughts on people. And yeah. then it kind of got back. I mean, I think I think the Lisa thing was like a manipulation of the truth because there was a common thread, you know, that Marisol and I both knew that we did talk about interior decor. I think the word choice was elevated to make it sound more scandalous and more, you know, bitchy than it really was. The Larsa thing was outright bullshit. I don't talk like that. I don't think anyone has ever heard me use the word hooker ever. That's Marisol's Um, word. Yeah. So that was completely out of left field. The Lisa thing, I think, was an exaggeration of the truth. 
Yeah. So and I think it was like fabrication and exaggeration. I think what happens is, is you have these side conversations. Like, like I had a side conversation with Shannon and she's like, oh my God, Gina's house is so small. Like it is tiny. And this is when we were, I was off the show and she was still on it. Next thing I know, I'm watching the show and they're having a conversation about Shannon claiming that she lives in this tiny house and it's sad. And I'm like, yeah, she kind of told me that. But she was like, I never said that. I'm thinking, mm, you said it to me. So you probably said it to her. But it's like one of those things like where it gets blown out of proportion like oh yeah great house it's small for six kids and they're like oh my god i can't believe she Correct. lives like that so and, and i feel like if you say one thing about somebody off camera if they want to throw it in your face they're going to make it sound way bigger than it was yeah like i can throw okay. you under the bus Agree. <laughs> I, totally. I ain't scared of anyone i'm like <laughs> meanwhile i'm like this I don't get scared. And how long did it take you to start feeling comfortable around the cameras and to forget that they're there? Like end of the season. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I liven up. Maybe like mid season. I think after the Hamptons, I was kind of just like, I think I was defeated and I was just like, whatever. I I didn't care. Yeah. But you were so good all season in that scene that you had with your dad, which absolutely broke my heart because I had a similar (sighs) scene with my dad. Um, years ago and that was just uh, such a raw like scene it it was good and have you talked what's the relationship like right now um I saw him for 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 Thanksgiving I said the story at the reunion when he came by he left it was very short-lived and then he came to Grayson's birthday party which was in February um you know it was very superficial hi how are you and and that was it and are you are you good leaving I mean believe me I've had toxic relationships in my life are you good with compartmentalizing that relationship as it is or do you want to try to make it more I mean I you know I was really close to my grandfather my dad and him didn't have a good relationship but he really stepped it up for me and my brother he was an amazing grandfather would pick us up from school really involved with us so despite him and my dad not having a good relationship he played an important part in my life so I'm trying to like wrap my head around maybe the ship has sailed with like my dad and I, maybe we're never going to be this wonderful daddy daughter duo, but maybe if I let him in, he'll step it up and be there for Grayson, you know? Yeah. So I'm kind of like, the hard thing is, is once your kids are involved, then you get even more disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> I know it's that's, yeah, it's a very, yeah. no, it's like cycle. It's exponential, right? Like if you were sad before, now you're like, what do you mean you didn't show up for this? Or yeah. you came and you were like, family's yeah. tough. Yeah. Your husband, who's amazing and your son. And if your dad fits in, he does. And if he doesn't, I want to try. I do. Yeah. I do want to try. I, I have. I know I have a lot of personal issues that I need to like let go. Yeah, that was really good that he was willing to film. Yeah. Uh, do you think it was willing to film or he did you make wanted him? to be on camera? Oh, yeah, there's always I that. He actually like oddly probably enjoyed it to be honest. That's what I'm saying. You know like I, a little I, bit of like that narcissistic yeah, I, that, personality. What, I was like I don't want to say that about her dad but you could feel it too. You, you can say it. I'll say it. I think it might be a little like pathologic. <laughs> Well, like, was- that's my girl. I'm going to show up. I'm going to have the flowers. I'm going to be looking good. Oh, shit. I accidentally showed up hammered, hammered. and not coming <laughs> off well. Well maybe, well, maybe he was nervous. I mean, it's not every day you have cameras in your face, so maybe he was nervous. That's what my mom told me. My mom was like, maybe he was trying to, like, take the edge off and had one too many. I mean, we kind of take the edge off. <laughs> I mean, right? we do take the edge off. Okay. Just saying. For the 
love. There is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Of all of the women, do you think you're going to have everybody at your wedding? 
So I don't want to have a big That's wedding in Miami. <laughs> She's like, That's to I don't want to have a big wedding in Miami. I did that already once. I want to have a destination wedding. I want to keep it small and intimate quality over quantity. I will extend an invite to everybody, but I know that once you make it destination kind of becomes a little more inconvenient for guests to get yeah, there. Yeah. So All the I, I do plan on inviting everybody. Now we talked to Gertie two weeks ago. Yeah. And she said she just wants to be a guest at your wedding. She doesn't want to have to like put on the whole thing. She doesn't want to gertify it. Gertify. You know, I, as a friend, you want to enjoy, you want to be there. You want to get drunk. You want to have fun. You want to like partake, not be in the background doing all the logistical stuff. And I would hate to get into an argument over something stupid like flowers or location and then ruin a friendship that I value. Well, it's hard, so to, I do, think it's hard to do business with friends. It is. Yeah, 100%. for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. And, and going back to the reunion, I would say one of the hardest parts for me to watch during the reunion was kind of when Lisa was having to talk about her relationship with her husband. Yeah. And then they cut to commercial. And normally you hope that they actually cut. And Lisa looked to, I think, Lars or someone, and she's like, does he really come off like this? What's been your experience with those two? Do you think he has just removed himself because he doesn't want to film? Or do you think that's just who he is as a human being in that relationship? You know, when I when we're not on camera and we've hung out with them, and we've gone on dates, their dynamic is very different. Like, they are really cute, and they're, like, dancing all over each other. She's dancing all over him. He seems into it. Like, I don't see that when I'm actually with them off of camera. So I don't know how much of that is like him shutting down and being like uh, awkward in front of the cameras, because that's not what I see when we're off. That's why I wanted to ask, because so many times we create this impression. Like, luckily, your fiance, he comes off really well. Oh, he loves it. Like, he's just (laughs) chill, relaxed. He doesn't seem like he's trying to impress anybody. He comes right off in the middle. But there are husbands who clam up and their ways of handling it when they clam up is to be rude to their significant other. Yeah, they're just not comfortable yeah. on, on camera. And I, and he might be that person. For me, I didn't know how big of a production this was. Like, <laughs> I thought someone was going to come in with like a camcorder and like one guy just do it all. <laughs> and then there's 10 people, lighting, camera, audio. It's it's um it's like a presence, you know? It's Yeah, when I brought Eddie onto the show, the very first episode that we filmed together are we going to talk about the bathtub yes well we don't have to go that deep (laughs) so the cameras came in there was probably 10 people there and because it was the first time that they were going to see him the you know executive producer was there and everybody was there it it was a big production and he i looked at him at one one moment and he was turning white and here's this you know olive skin mexican guy and he's turning white and he's starting to slide down the side of the wall i'm like what's wrong he goes i can't do this i really can't do this i said let me introduce you to don julio so he he started doing shots with with and he's not really a drinker. He's not by a the drinker. Way. So with the producers, and the next thing you know, he's naked in a bathtub. So, you know. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The pr- production. Had Maybe to that's really what we got to get Lenny to do next season. <laughs> get some shots in him. <laughs> you know what? I don't know that I need to see Lenny naked in the bathtub. Uh, no. I, I, no. <laughs> I meant no. just to loosen up, not the naked in the bathtub. Yeah, I already saw Justin from Salt Lake City. Slap. Is that his name, Justin? Justin. Yeah, just oh, it is. Look at slapping you. Whitney's ass, you know, rolling around in pain. I don't no, know if... they said he lost his job over that. Oh, I don't know if oh, you. Wow. Wa- I don't know if you watch Salt Lake City, but it is damn good, damn good. So, okay, <laughs> what is your relationship with Larsa now? You know, 
we had a poll on the twats. She just I always get her. myself in trouble. But we did a poll where I just said I didn't think it was that big of a deal that somebody said that their friend's husband had a big penis. Like, to me, oh, if my on. husband, if there was a rumor about that, he wouldn't be like, damn you, Teddy. No, for... my husband would be excited. Like, people would be excited. TV. So I said that they did a poll, and then... I see Larsa in person and at, at a restaurant here, and she's like, hey, I saw that your team, Adriana. And I was like, oh, hell. <laughs> I was like, That's, it was really just about the penis comment, blah, blah, blah. But I ended up having a nice conversation with Larsa. Where do you guys stand right now? So about the penis comment, I don't think it had anything to do with the penis. The subject, I don't think matters, right? Like, yeah, Anthony would love it if girls were saying he had a big penis. <laughs> yes. But I think the point, the, what bothered Larsa is the fact that she was like, I don't want to talk about so- this, whatever this is. That's what I said. And as a friend, I think, you know, we should, you should respect that. If that person doesn't want to talk about it, move on. So do I think, think that's she what bothered Larsa. doesn't want to talk about it or do you think she had to sign an NDA and she can't talk about it? I don't know. I don't know what the She's reason like, is. I mean, you know. Up a doctor. Well, I have no idea, but if she didn't want to talk us. about it, I think that should have been respected. Well, I feel like she's being, I feel like she's being the bigger person. But you person. can't, you can't go on a reality show and say you don't want to talk about certain things. It's well, just you can't a, talk about other people that are famous on TV. You can't be like, yeah, I slept with that guy and this guy. Like, But you, she did. Yeah. She said, I slept with the very famous guy and then didn't say his she full name. She didn't say his name. It, then don't I mean, say I think we it. figured that one out. Yeah, yeah. You, but the point is, if you're on TV, you're going to allude to things that's what's going to happen. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, and I and I Larsa, it. we're good. I'm not. I understand. <laughs> I agree and support Larsa 100. I feel like she's being a class act. She didn't want to out uh, Kanye's penis or anything else in that situation, and she just wanted to remove herself from it. Easily said. Hey, listen. I'm not talking about the Kardashians. Penis, no penis. There's no conversation there. Yes. You want to talk about me, my ex, my life, my family? Right. Let's do it. But that's where I draw the line. Okay. I don't know. I, I think we should be able to like draw just because we sign up for reality TV. I don't think that means that you have to open up like every single wall and have no boundaries, right? Exactly. Like I think if there's something you don't want to talk about, you should be able to be like, "Here's my line," and people should respect it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm only one season in. No, I was gonna say one season in. Just you wait. Yeah, just one season in. Um, Thanks, Teddy. Are you, you are 100% wanting, you will come back next season. I think so. Yeah. I hope all the girls come back, to be honest. I think the cast was great, and and I'm hoping to see everybody. Me too. I do. I don't want any new ones either. Hold on. No, but there was was one. Kiki, is she going to be back next season? Because and I thought that Kiki was going to come back as a housewife, uh, that she was a housewife this season. Then she wasn't at the reunion. Oh, Kiki comes back. I I found out Kiki wasn't going to be at the reunion the day before the reunion. How I don't did you really guys know. find out? I think someone, I don't know if, I can't remember who sent me a text message, but someone sent me a text like, oh, Kiki's not going to make it to the reunion. But there was no explanation. I still don't know what happened. Um, I'm certainly hoping she comes back. Kiki's hilarious. She's and she has the best fashion sense. Oh my God. She dresses like. So are you guys on any kind of group text or. It, what I noticed a she little loves bit. group text. They drive me nuts. We have a group text. Oh, we do. I was gonna say because well, no, I'm still in the Fox Force Five and I'm fired. So I the Fox Four Five. Fox Force Five. What's that mean? Me, Teddy. <laughs> me, I mean, Teddy. Me, Kyle, <laughs> Erica, Rena, uh-huh. and Dorit. Fox Force Five. They, they came up they with an. They didn't kick you out. No. 
They know that I'm a good investigator. They're not going to just put me to the curb just because <laughs> like, I got fired. You might have got fired, but you need to, you need to investigate. By the way, shit. let us know about so and so. No, but my point is like a lot of what Miami was saying was like, oh yeah, maybe we talked at so to invite so and so to their birthday. But like, how much are you guys talking in between filming? Um, the group chat's been oddly quiet, but there's been a lot of like side conversations. Right. So but like I talked to downtime right now, like enjoy. Yeah. That. I think everybody's traveling. I talked to Alexia earlier this week. She was getting ready to go to, I think Las Vegas with Todd, you know, a little vacation before we, you know, things get busy again. Um, I talked to Lisa this week, Gertie. So, I mean, there's a lot of side conversations, but the group chat itself is a little quiet. That's okay. I think because, you know, there's some like little beef yeah. in the group chat. I know so you're it's probably just not easier. allowed to answer this, but do you know if you're going to start filming again soon? There's rumors, but nothing has been confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, you will. You absolutely will. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great. You see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. 
every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, last and final question. A lot of people wanted to know... Your diet slash workout routine because you look incredible. Insane. I mean, I you I cannot tell you how many of the DMs like when I do the what are your questions for when Nicole? I, I'm I like I'm a fitness girl, so I love when I see a girl with a good body. I like I get a girl crush. I'm like, oh my god, she's got discipline. She also <laughs> makes out with people on her show. I so. haven't made out with you yet, so you just it's there's not going to be a yet. Yeah, well, you never Aww. know. You never know. I licked your face the first day I met you. I was also eight months pregnant. Aggressive. You know, I I don't really stick to a crazy diet. I try to do intermittent fasting. So I try to have my first meal like around 11. And I'm relatively low carb-ish. Not carb-free, but low carb. A typical breakfast, I'll do like an omelet. Or maybe I'll do some overnight oats if I'm feeling a little like I'm in need of carbs. And then it's usually like protein and veggies. And then I cheat on the weekends. I do. I like to eat. I like to go out. Do you do a crazy And I don't drink during the week. Crazy? I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. I work out. Yeah. Yeah. Workout, diet, all of it. But like five to six days a week, I try to work out. But I, you know, sometimes it's just a jog, whatever I can get in. I I don't let. What kind of workouts? Usually hit training, like a boot camp. Yeah. Off topic question. Do you know somebody named Leslie that lives in Miami? That is my second cousin. She's a stylist. Uh, oh my god, Leslie that owns the Griffin? Yes. No way. She's my second. Like I, we're some far kind of related, but I I just was sitting here as I was thinking because yes, before I got fired, she sent me a <laughs> message, and she was like, "Hey, I have a friend that's being considered for Real Housewives of Miami, but she calls you Nikki." Yeah, everyone be, I, everyone calls me Nikki. Uh, N- Nicole just started because of the show. Everyone else has ever was always oh, called me Nikki. Okay, so I was like, okay, and ended up. I never heard from you. So then all of a sudden, I'm watching the show, and I'm like, Nicole, I wonder if this is Leslie. Oh my god, you didn't tell me that. I, well, because this is just all coming just full circle. To, it just, it came just came to, came to me. Oh my god, she has the now. best shoes. Like, her store is incredible. If you come down to Miami, you have to go shopping. We want to go to Florida to do a live podcast soon. So we would love to have you. Yay. We would absolutely love it. And if you come to L.A., please join the twats. We have of course, I would love to. Well, let's just go out to dinner. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, let's just have fun. Let's just have fun. Sounds better. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Where, where do people find you, your Instagram, anything to, to you know, to stalk you? Oh, social media. I don't even, what is my Instagram? Is my Instagram handle Dr. Nicole Martin? Yeah, she's like, I don't even know. She's like, I'm so not into that. I love it. She look, I'm like, where do people find you? She's, she's like, like huh? I'm not giving my address. In Miami? 
watch go to Peacock and watch Real Housewives. Oh my Miami. god. And you guys, it's coming out on Bravo, April 4th, The Real April Housewives 4th. of Miami. It is probably one of the best. Oh, you're going to be hooked, guys. One of the best. You have to watch. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 